Rachel Needle from Talking With Tech. And I'm Chris Bouguet from Talking With Tech. We have a podcast dedicated to augmentative and alternative communication, all things related to helping kids with complex communication needs. If you have a passion for helping people with language disabilities, this is the show for you. Each episode features an interview or a roundtable discussion on a topic related to augmentative communication and helping people with language disabilities. And we're really passionate about giving practical strategies to clinicians working in the field who are working with children or adults, anything related to AAC. So you can look us up on iTunes or you can find us on Facebook. We've got a group over there or check out our website at bit.ly slash TWT podcast. Please join our community of professionals that are working to ensure that everyone can say whatever they want to say, however they want to say it. Please listen carefully. What is communication? An essential behavior of life. We have the both blessing and responsibility of trying to foster another. It's the strongest way for two people to convey information to each other. Communication is a lifeline. It's just connection with other people. Connecting people in terms of ideas, thoughts, or needs. Draws us out of ourselves, draws us into that relationship, you know, builds up our families without it being lost. Whatever it is that we do to express intent and achieve an impact. Communication is the ability to express your needs, wants, frustrations, and desires to anyone that you feel needs to have that information. Welcome to the XPN Holiday Special, the second best holiday special in the history of holiday specials. The number one would be the 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special, but we are the Exceptional Podcasting Network representing all of the shows. First, all the way out in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, it's Brandon Siegel of the Private Practice Survival Guide. Hi, Brandon. Hi, thanks for having me, Matt. No problem. All the way out in sunny, warm Arizona as it snows here in Ohio, uh, Mei Ling Chan of Exceptional Leaders. That's right, and I wish I felt bad, but I don't. Oh, and then representing <laughs> both the East Coast in Virginia and the West Coast in Los Angeles, we have Chris Begay and Rachel Madel of Talking With Tech. Hello, hello. I'm on the East Coast. I'm in Virginia. Didn't I say that? You did, but just okay. to make sure that, He's just that everyone who doesn't know that Rachel's the LA person and I'm the Virginia person. That I'm is coming, true. I'm coming to the East Coast in a few days. What's so true? Just fly over on your way to another country? <laughs> no, no. To visit family. I'm from the East Coast, born and raised. Okay, guys. So last time we did this, I think it was just the three shows. Is that correct? Yes, we've grown. Brandon, you are the new guy on the block. I'm so you, you get to be hazed by the former <laughs> frat and sorority members of the XPN network. So first off, what is the Private Practice Survival Guide? Who are you? Why are you joining us? And why are you crashing our holiday party like Chewbacca's wife wondering where Chewbacca is with Han Solo? Well, I had to bring a little bit of the Hanukkah spirit to your holiday show. So that's the starting point. <laughs> And then the next point is uh, I'm actually a private practice owner and consultant, published author. I've got the Private Practice Survival Guide that is helping private practice entrepreneurs, whether you are looking to start out or you are in your private practice journey and you're tired of your business running you and you want to run your business while delivering the highest quality of care, I unlock all the secrets and the tips and the motivation to get to the next phase in your private practice. And he scares the bleep out of you too, as an what? owner. <laughs> yes, if anybody listens to my episode, oh my gosh, I was like, I can't not hear this now. <laughs> I tell you what you need to know and what you need to hear 
And I am so tired of people feeling like it's too big of a mountain to climb. And so I like to unlock enough fear so that you tap into your fear to unlock strategies to be successful versus kind of just rolling into your private practice. So do you give it in the loving way that your grandma would tell you that you tried really hard or do you tell it like the teacher that we always loved and respected who cut out the middleman? I have the two sides of me. So I have it where I say it politically correct. <laughs> and then you'll see the fiery redhead in me that just gets a little bit overly emotional where you're like, wow, this guy is taking it way too serious. So <laughs> I, I, I got it both ways, we'll say. Well, we love it. Welcome to uh, welcome to the crazy, as they say. Mailing. What have you been up to? It feels like it's been almost a month since I've seen you because you were down at ASHA. I was down at ASHA. How have you been? What's been going on with the uh, Exceptional Leaders podcast? Well, it's been really cool. I still have a little bit of withdrawal from that hanging out with Rachel and Matt every day. It was amazing to see them in person and at the booth, and we just had so much fun. So thank you guys for sharing some time with me there, first of all. Loved that it. is Loved awesome. It. And then I do have a co-host. He started with me in September, and he is all the way in the UK. His name is Martin Sibley, and he, in 2016, he was voted the third most influential person with a disability um, because he exited, yes, he exited his company to Airbnb. Um, his company was Accommable. Just amazing man. He's accomplished so much. Um, he also has the Disability Horizons magazine. And so the two of us now have joined forces on the Exceptional Leaders Show because we found that we had the same audience, the same vision, the same um, messaging. And um, we are just killing it across the seas. I'm just having so much fun with him. It was actually like dating. And I have to tell you guys, I always have a little bit of jealousy when I find you know these partners or teams that come together and they just work so nicely which is the Crachel show over here. <laughs> or Chris or Rich. Or yeah. no, no, Chris. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't work actually. Crachel, that's what it was. <laughs> so when I found Martin, it was like dating, you know, do we really have the same voice and humor? And definitely you want that controversy there, but not too much. And we are just gelling. So I'm so excited about that. And we've done a couple of episodes together and it's really coming together nicely. Mailing, have you awesome. ever, have you ever met, him face to face or is it not yet remotely? but you won't believe this is nicole our partner nicole zeno she went and saw him in person for her 30th birthday so she was doing uk and spain and she sat down and hung out with him and broke bread i'm like that's my partner <laughs> in the world of digital dating it makes sense that podcast friends never get to see each other in person <laughs> So true. But thank you so much for asking, Matt. Um, I'm also putting together an anthology, which is going to be a series of books. Um, the first one coming out in uh, early next year is called Becoming an Exceptional Leader. And I am working with a number of the guests that I had on the show this past year. They're each going to be writing a chapter that's going to align with their story and then pointing back to the episode that I interviewed them on. So I'm very That'd excited. Be awesome. Yeah. And my favorite couple next to Benifer, it is Crachel. And we'll start with Chris Begay. I saw that you were recently in Maryland or something presenting. No, not no. Maryland. It's like the one state he wasn't in. <laughs> oh. He was in every other state. <laughs> it's true. I was in Georgia. I was recently in Massachusetts. And I'm going to North Carolina. I'm going to Florida. There's lots of presentations coming up. But yeah, yeah, been pretty busy traveling. Been to New Hampshire. Uh, all over the place. So, yeah. And I'm sure that the listeners of Talking With Tech know why you were presenting, but for the, or the speech science people, the exceptional leaders people, for the private practice people, 
why? Why would yes. we want you to present to us and what are you going to teach us? Well, I'm, I'm really good at making things up on the fly. And Perfect. so people hire me to do impromptu presentations. No, I typically what it is, is um, I've uh, cut my teeth on, on a, being a speech therapist that has, or I guess I'd say I'm an assistive technology person with a speech therapy background. So I um, have the great fortune of had to, I got to write a couple books on assistive technology. Uh, first one was with my co-author, Sally Norton Dar, and the most recent one, the new assistive tech, Make Learning Awesome for All. Rachel's holding it up right now. She's the- uh, um, Rachel, this is a radio it. show, Rachel. This is a radio show. <laughs> this is just for us guys. <laughs> Um, so I do presentations on assistive technology and AAC stuff. So it depends on what whatever organization is hiring and, and asking me to come out. Sometimes it's a little bit of both, you know. Awesome. And then the only other woman who's I have their name on a shirt besides my wife, <laughs> Rachel Madel. Besides us all having a shirt last year with your name on it, what have you been up to, and uh, what's going on in your therapy life, and what's going on in the AAC world that we need to know about? Honestly, it's been a whirlwind since Asha. I mean, I feel like I'm still recovering. I still, I don't feel like I've recovered yet. And we still have one more episode. I did 19 interviews while I was at Asha. Isn't that crazy? Wow. wow. <laughs> I crazy. was like, oh, no I wonder I'm not three. recovered. 19. <laughs> so we have like four, we have a four part Asha series going on on Talking With Tech right now. Asha um, month. Literally, <laughs> people are good. It doesn't matter if you're sick of Asha, you're going to keep hearing about it. No, but it's been really great. It's been busy over here, honestly, because I've been traveling so much with Asha and I've been doing business conferences and all types of things. I've been having my assistant schedule all of my clients in weird times. And so it's just been like really packed. I'm about to head back to the East Coast for the holidays. So, of course, all week I've been seeing kids like crazy. I told Chris this, but I'm an expert witness in a trial right now. And Whoa. so that's taken up a lot of my time. Um, I know it sounds like law and order, right? Real life law and order. It's never the first dude. It is never the first dude. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been, uh, it's been crazy, but I'm looking forward to the holidays and just relaxing with family and taking a rest from all of the traveling and presenting and all the things that I've been doing. That is pretty cool. For speech science, I'll keep it brief. We are wrapping up our 100th episode. We are waiting on approval before that goes up because of our guest on the show wants a little make sure that we're not putting anything else in the interview that, that they don't want in there. But that's pretty exciting for 100. We only had two episodes from Asha because I only did three interviews. And then I talked to a lot of people in the booth, I guess. It's not a busy being a booth, babe. I was a booth babe. I am the booth bod. That's what I want to be called. The booth bod. <laughs> so it's guys, not a competition. I, it's, it's not, not a, competition. a competition. But if it right. was, I was winning. Aww. I was winning. <laughs> that was our joke at Asha. <laughs> so guys, I want to I want to throw out some contact information because if I'm correct, this is going to be airing on all of our different shows, on the private practice, on exceptional leaders, on talking with tech, on speech science. So I will do my best and then I will let you all fill in as we go. But speech science can be found over at speechsciencepodcast.com and our email is speechsciencepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll start with the newest guy, Brandon. How do we find you on the internet and where do we email? 
So www.privatepracticesurvivalguide.com, www.brandonsegal.com, www.wellnessworksmp.com. You can find me on Amazon, Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it, and brandon at wellnessworksmp.com for the email. And then Talking With Tech, how do we find you on the internets? Talkingwithtech at gmail.com. That's our email. We also have a bit.ly link, Chris. Bit.ly slash TWTpod. The only reason I said that was because I never remember a bit.ly link. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mayling, how do we find you? Xleaderspodcast at gmail.com and exceptionalleaders.com. I have to think about how, how easy that is. You make it too easy, right? And I was going to say, if you need to find all that information, head over to the main website, exceptionaled.com. That's X-C-E-P-T-I-O-N-A-L-E-D.com. All right. So I have some fun Christmas questions ready to go for wait, all of you wait, guys. Wait, nope, nope. What okay. What about speech science? Speechsciencepodcast.com. Oh, okay. Just making sure. I, I leaded that one. I leaded. I led that one off. I got a phone number. I guess I could give that out. You have a phone Where's number? Where's that? 614-681-1798. Ohio representing y'all. For a good time call. Hit it up. I'm going to spam you. (laughs) You should. We got text messages when we did our live show. I just never read any of the other ones. Or the AAC certification. Also, Matt, before we go, can we just talk about your kid in the background for a second? I mean, what (laughs) video game does he want to play? Because I'm totally coming over to your house and I'm going to play video games with him. That kid is awesome. What is he doing? So right now he is playing Lego Jurassic World, but he's mad because I can't jump off of here to go put in the CD for uh, Lego Dimensions. And if y'all have ever played Lego Dimensions, it is the coolest video game in the world. And actually I like it from a language point of view because they have to complete something and then they're giving instructions for them to build their next Lego project. Sounds like a great therapy activity. Right, it it totally is. Yes, Chris has got Lego Dimensions. And he took out his headset, so he didn't get to hear that excitement at all. No, I heard it. It was so loud. I heard it coming right out of my headset on my lap. But yeah, of course we have Lego Dimensions here and the Lego Jurassic Park. So I am totally coming to play with that kid. How awesome is that? That is awesome. And you guys can look at my action figure wall. But let's start our holiday quiz, okay? I have an idea. I have a fun idea. I've got a stat sheet, which is just a plain white piece of paper. You have to buzz in, and to buzz in, you have to make an animal sound. Each question is worth 10 points. If you get it wrong, it's a negative 20. And the winner is labeled the Exceptional Podcast Network Holiday Champion. Nice. I will divvy out the animal sound so there is not yelling. Okay. Talking with tech. Oh, okay. I was going to Talking with tech, you get a chicken sound. So you got to go buck, 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 buck. Wait, Rachel and I are a team? Yeah, talking with tech oh, versus yeah. exceptional leaders yes. versus the private we have an advantage, Chris. Okay, okay. It's oh, yeah. not fair. <laughs> My partner's sleeping right now. My two partners aren't here either. And, <laughs> Brandon, and I don't have any partners. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, your buzzer sound is the cat sound. So like a meow. Meow. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, that was quite lifelike. And <laughs> let's see, talking with tech has got chickens. And Mei Ling, what is a quiet animal that wouldn't be loud on the on the web? A bee, buzz. buzz. Yep, you're a bee. Okay, I'm a buzz. All right, so let's do a practice holiday question. Who was the star of the Christmas movie Jingle All the Way? Cluck, 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 cluck. Chris Begay from Talking With Tech. That would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ding, ding. All right, so oh, do you guys understand nice. how this will be played? 
So happy yep. he's and on my for team. For Brandon, I did pull up Hanukkah questions. So I hope I hope they're right because I don't know. Okay, Adam Sandler is the answer to everything. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready? Who was the star of the movie titled White Christmas? Cluck, 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 cluck. Chris Begay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bing Crosby. That is worth 10 points. Nice. <laughs> How many ghosts are there in a Christmas carol? Meow, meow, meow. Okay, Brandon. Four. That is correct. Oh, good. What two foods are traditionally linked to the Hanukkah miracle? Meow, meow, meow. (laughs) Brandon? (laughs) Latkes and donuts? No. Chance to steal. No idea. No idea. It says dairy and oil. Okay, they were going like. That was close. Is, is that what? I, should I give you points for that? Because I have no, no idea. No, no. Okay. okay, we can we can be a minus. <laughs> now I have to go to synagogue and pray and. <laughs> oh, what name is given to small sausages wrapped in bacon, a staple at British Christmas dinner? This is for you, Meg. See, if I had Martin, exactly, he would be, totally know the answer to this. British sausages? Say that again. No. Can you answer the question again? What name is given to small sausages wrapped in bacon, a staple at British Christmas dinner? I'm going to go for it. Cluck, cluck, yeah. cluck, cluck, cluck. Yeah. Is it pigs in a blanket? It is pigs in a blanket. <laughs> oh, that's too easy. I was thinking, but isn't that, I thought pigs in a blanket were wrapped in like dough. Yeah. Like that's dough, here right? in Ohio. That's here in America where we're fat. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Bacon, bacon wrapped. <laughs> Sausages seems pretty fatty to me. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Mei-Ling Chan. And I'm Martin Sibley. And we are the hosts of the Exceptional Leaders Podcast, where we spotlight high-profile topics and amazing people who are changing the worldview on disability. Even though we are oceans apart, we are bringing people from all over the world together to discuss inclusion, advocacy, accessibility, and real-life journeys. So listen to the Exceptional Leaders Podcast to hear the voices and stories from amazing changemakers and be inspired to make a real difference in the world. This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Which spirit is traditionally added to butter and served with Christmas pudding? Butter. I'm really failing. How about brandy? That it is brandy. Good. Yay! You're on the board. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even hear that buzz, Mailing. It was so <laughs> quiet was and cute. <laughs> She's so quiet. What does the word Hanukkah mean? Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> Love that buzzer. Uh, Festival of Lights. I know it is the celebration of lights, Festival of so Lights. The no. dedication to rest. Are they or resting? that. Really bad. Close. 
I shouldn't have said I was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. I had to mute my mic from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so far we got Talking With Tech in the lead at 20, Exceptional Leaders at 10, and Private Practice at negative 30. <laughs> I think he's answered the most, too. It's the Hanukkah oh. questions, man. All right. As the clock chimes midnight to ring in the new year, a Spanish tradition involves eating 12 of what? One for each chime. I'm really compelled to, like, cheat and start Googling this. But I just want you to know that I'm not. Any ideas? Bzz. Empanadas? Great. <laughs> I said empanadas. Can you imagine eating 12? <laughs> 12 empanadas feels like a... A minute. A... <laughs> right. Not a minute. Every dong of the... It's like the hot dog guy. Yeah, it feels like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> what country has the tradition of filling children's clogs with candy and treats on December 5th? Bzz. Holland. No. I'm close. Yes. <laughs> You're in Europe, correct. Cluck, cluck, cluck. Yes. The Netherlands? It is. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Chris isn't carrying well, me anymore. Yeah, Chris my is way. no longer carrying the Talking With Tech crew. If you're just now figuring out what we're doing, we are doing our wonderful holiday special. Right now, Talking With Tech leading with 30, exceptional leaders minus 10, and private practice. Brandon. Pick it up, man. Negative 30. Do I need to start sending you messages with the, with the answer? I'm not afraid to fail. That's okay. why I That's teach right. private practice. <laughs> All right. Who invented electric Christmas lights? And in what year or decade? You got to get double points if you get both of that. Right? If you get it exactly right, I will give you 100 points total. Because this is like, whose line is it anyway? The points don't matter. I will give you a hint. This guy invented other things that are super important to us. His name starts with Thomas. Uh, <laughs> cluck, cluck, cluck. Go for it. Well, it's got to be Thomas Edison. It is Thomas Edison. Uh, in what decade? Yes. The decade that Thomas Edison was alive. Clearly. Naturally. Uh, with Tesla. Uh, I don't know. What was that? Rachel? <laughs> we don't have to answer, Chris. We don't want negative 20, okay? Oh, right. <laughs> it's two questions, right? Leave we just got the first one, right? <laughs> All right. Hanukkah candles must burn for how long after night has fallen? Brandon, Brandon. <laughs> this feels like a real... I'm afraid to answer the question. <laughs> Fear I'm has taken over. <laughs> Fear. Well, Chris, last time that you lit your Hanukkah candles... Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Half an hour after night has fallen. Oh. Guys, I've got the questions over here. They seem so much easier when I'm reading the uh, answers, by yeah. the way. Our listeners are probably screaming the answers out. Or they've swerved into oncoming traffic saying, oh my gosh, no one knows anything about the yeah. holidays. Or they'll never listen to our podcast again because they don't think we're smart. <laughs> All right. So after the first round, we're going to go Jeopardy style now. Okay. All right, I'm going to give you guys one final question on this one. And you have to wager points. And because I'm feeling generous, I am going to give 
the private practice show. Brandon, I'm going to give you a bonus 60 points. That brings your total to 30. Mei Ling, you get a bonus 40 points, which brings your total to 30. And talking with tech, you get nothing, and you're stuck at 40. <laughs> so, okay. As the leaders, how much of your points do you wager? All of it, right, Rachel? Yeah. Go big or go home. Okay. Mei Ling? 10. <laughs> you don't want to win. <laughs> Brandon? Going 20. 20. All right. I've got a special question lined up for each of you. All right, Brandon, we're going to start with yours. Hanukkah lasts for how long? Eight nights. And? Eight <laughs> nights and how many days? Seven crazy days. I'll help him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Wait, what's the Adam Sandler movie, isn't it? Isn't it eight crazy nights? It's eight crazy nights. Yeah, and eight, eight days. Nights. Yeah. Okay. Eight days, yeah. All right, so that gives you 50. He helped me out with that one, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> By giving you the wrong answer. That was... <laughs> Uh, I can't even anymore. <laughs> All right, mailing. According to the Italian tradition, who delivers <laughs> who delivers gifts to good children on the eve of the Epiphany? Saint Nicholas. No, an old lady no. named Befana. <laughs> that was my second guess, <laughs> and I probably should have said Nicolo. And talking with tech. Which of Santa's reindeer is named after another animal? For everyone at home that can't see what's happening right now, Mei Ling <laughs> is counting the reindeer. Chris is again counting the reindeer. I can't tell what Rachel's doing because her light is turned off. <laughs> and She's Brandon is in the contemplating dark. what has happened in his life to lead him to this moment right now. <laughs> I, need the, I need the question repeated. All right. <laughs> Which of Santa's reindeer is named after another animal? Bit Donner, Blitzen. And if you get it wrong, you lose. And I win. No, Brandon wins. <laughs> Brandon wins. He got the 20. He went ahead. It's named after an animal? Yes. It is named for a female animal. I wish I could talk to Chris privately. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> No uh, one's going to steal your answers, but I need an answer now. I'm, I'm trying to the think of all that. The... <laughs> you just wait, muted yourself. I, yeah, wait, you muted yourself. There's, <laughs> there's Prancer and Dancer, Donner and Blitzen, Comet and Cupid. Who else? Everybody knows Cupid's an animal, Chris. Just say it. Is it? it can't be Cupid. But I think it's the one that starts with a V. The most famous v? reindeer of Dixon. all. I think so. Right, something Vixen. about a female. I don't know. It's, it's Blitzen, not Vixen. Vixen isn't one of them, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I never it's like mind. A, it's like a... Oh, oh yeah, you're right. That's inappropriate. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I have, Guess one, Rachel. Uh, maybe Prancer. <laughs> is that your answer? Prancer doesn't sound no. like an animal. I don't Chris. Right. No, no. Which one? Comet? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is going crazy sideways. Honor? Donner? <laughs> yeah, maybe Donner. All right. Uh, it is Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Vixen. and Blitzen. Vixen is the name it of a Vixen. female you fox. Chris? You should have went with it. Chris! Brandon Siegel, congratulations. You have won XPN Holiday. Congratulations, Brandon. I should have listened to Rachel. Oh, Thank you for it. admitting it. I'm going to have Vixen. I'm going to my holiday. 
Talking with Tech finishes in third with zero points. Exceptional leaders manages to creep into second with 20. How did this happen? And the Hanukkah kid takes it all home. Next year will be our year. Brandon, I'm congratulations gonna... on winning. I think you answered one question right. I, think I got one night. question right, and it wasn't any of the Jewish questions. It was, it was the Christmas Carol. Oh, oh man! I've lost my token Jewish kid in this group. I guess oh. now. It's true. <laughs> we you can't be trusted when it comes to anything Jewish. Nope. All right, guys, that was a whole lot of fun. I hope you guys had as much fun listening to that as we did here on air. Let's get down to the real business of stuff that's happening in the next year. I was going to say the next school year, the next calendar year for our shows. What are your goals for the new year? What would you like to see your show grow or do? Or what barriers do you want to break down for your show? To give you guys the time to think about that, I will, uh, I will answer for speech science and say that we would love to cross 140 episodes in the next year. Uh, so 40 episodes in 52 weeks feels doable. We would also love to continue to grow our live shows out a little bit more and maybe get a little bit more audience interactions on the social media side. What would you guys like to see your shows do in the next year and maybe give the elevator pitch of why someone listening on the other side should be listening to you guys? I'll go. The Private Practice Survival Guide has some uh, exciting things coming out. We've got some new spotlight interviews. We're really excited. We're actually going to be going global. One of our first interviews is from the UK, actually, and we're talking all about the publishing process and how clinicians and private practice entrepreneurs can utilize the bookmaking process as part of scaling private practices in today's environment. So that's really exciting. I want to continue to roll out. And obviously this was uh, a starting year for the private practice survival guide. So we want to continue to grow our episodes, continue to grow our following. I speak all over the country. So I'm hoping to get some live episodes with people interacting, etc and just continuing to collaborate and bring a voice to, we need more private practice entrepreneurs to change the world. And so that's kind of my mission and my passion is we need to uh, bring these clinicians to the next level because who better to advocate for the quality of care than someone who's building a business around it to support the communities at large. I feel like I'm ready to go open my own private practice right now, Brandon. Do it, let's go. <laughs> what is a exceptional leader's goal for the next year? Oh, Martin and I are really excited to be bringing together our communities and interviewing world changers in the disability space. Um, we have just had so many great referrals to people, and we have a couple of interviews already in the can, as you, as you say, and we're looking forward to programming for 2020. The barrier I think that we're looking towards is interacting with our audience. Um, a lot of the information that we, we've been putting out, we put out kind of because we think it's interesting, and I've been going with the Mad Hot thing, you know, like, I'm curious about it, I want to hear their story, but I would love to get some audience feedback and find out who do they want to hear from, and, you know, what do they want to hear, and how can we continue to help them to start their companies, launch their books, build out their websites, whatever it is, in the disability space. And for talking with tech, what takes you guys to the next level? What are your goals and dreams and barriers you're breaking down in 2020? So I think that one thing that stood out for me after coming home from ASHA was there's a huge 
network of speech therapists who follow our show, who are diehard AAC people. But there's also this growing population of new clinicians, students, clinicians who maybe don't know a lot about AAC and who are interested in learning. And so I think Chris and I are trying to figure out ways that we can really support people who don't know about AAC, which of course, you know, we do support them already, but we're trying to think of unique and innovative ways to really help guide those clinicians and really expand our reach. I feel like a lot of people who listen are speech language pathologists, but really the information that we want to share about AAC is geared towards parents and teachers and occupational therapists and you know all different kinds of disciplines because really what we're passionate about is spreading the awareness about AAC. There's so many you know people who would benefit from AAC and people who feel daunted by technology. And so how can we access that population of people and make them feel competent in you know practicing AAC knowing when to refer out to an AAC specialist for an assessment, um, things like that. I think Chris and I are really trying to figure out for 2020 because that's really what we want to do is spread, spread awareness about AAC for people who don't even know about AAC. So I think another goal that we have, and this is one, the reason I asked you, Mailing, if you had ever met your co-host is because Rachel and I have been doing a podcast together for two years now and have actually never been in the same room together. This is the only way I know Rachel is looking at her through the video conference or through the phone, right? So one of the goals is to actually meet face-to-face where we can actually uh, sit down together at a table and actually plot out what our goals are so that we can actually have an in-person meeting. And I have a spoiler alert. That in-person meeting is happening in five days from now. Wow. So when this airs a week ago. That's right. Okay. It's already already happened. (laughs) (laughs) So go back and check out our Facebook Live that you missed. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That hasn't happened yet, but it will have happened when you're listening to this. (laughs) And this will be the first time you're meeting in person? It is. It will be. It was. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. (laughs) Brandon, you're an SLP, correct? No, I am not an SLP. I am not a therapist. I am a business person specializing in private practice, but my wife, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law are all occupational therapists. And I've been practicing, owning practices for the last 11 years and have worked with over a hundred different private practices throughout the country. But my specialty is unlocking what you guys do and scaling it in successful business strategies. How dare you join the speech (laughs) therapy group? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I have something fun. And Brandon, the reason I asked if you were an SLP is I was going to cater it if you're an audiologist, but you're stuck (laughs) in the SLP. You're neither, (laughs) so you get to stand here. All right. This is kind of a fun one, and if you choose not to participate, I will force you to do it anyway. (laughs) All right. Give me one thing you hope happens and one thing you hope does not happen in the realm of rehab or school-based therapy. So I will start to give you guys a moment. I hope in 2020, and this is how you have to word it, kind of like a school project, I hope in 2020 that we adopt viable workload ratios in school-based therapy settings. And I hope that what does not happen is that I hope PDPM does not stay a thing causing more therapists to lose their jobs. And that there's peace on earth. What is that? 
Ooh, you got to go back and find the episode on speech science of PDPM. Um, but what basically what it is, it's patient-driven payment model, and it is a way for Medicaid to bill all of the therapies uh, less money, so then therapists are getting cut. And I believe that was episode 94 with Julie Feitner. She was on there talking a little about PDPM. So I took the, I hope everyone does really great things and nothing bad happens. What is something from you guys? So I'll speak next because I've been going in line. I really hope that the industries of occupational, physical, and speech therapy really look at how we track clinical outcomes beyond subjective measures. And I think that we've lost our way in terms of how we calculate what an outcome represents. And I think that there's these two big pillars in terms of like the evidence-based research side and then the subjective side, but we've not found that middle ground where we can create continuity and how we track outcomes. So that's what I hope for in this year. In terms of what I hope does not happen, I hope that reimbursements do not continue to be on the decline because that is directly impacting the way that we treat and we create positive outcomes and our value is going down right now because people are cutting corners to uh, adapt to the pricing models. I'm the Debbie Downer, I guess, but we both kind of talked about pricing models. So there you go. It's important, especially when you're in private practice. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, anything, I, I see it in the schools, you know, look at the waiver system in Long Beach, California. How many SLPAs have been wavered into the school systems mm-hmm. um, who don't have the skill set to deliver mm-hmm. the same caliber of what an, a speech language pathologist with their C's has and experience, et cetera. And so as we look mm-hmm. at innovation playing a role in telehealth and everything, I mean, this is impacting everyone. Talking with tech, we'll start with Miss California. What oh, do you hope happens and does not happen in the realm, uh, the realm of therapy in 2020? Well, I think mine's going to be AAC specific, naturally. What I hope happens is that more people know about AAC and feel confident in starting AAC. I feel like a lot of times, you know, it's something that clinicians who don't have experience or who don't have what they consider a lot of training feel like it's something they can't touch. And what happens is kids are sitting on wait lists and they're not getting the services that they need. They're not getting the supports that they need in order to continue to, um, you know, learn language and continue to improve in their communication. And so I just want people to, I hope that people start feeling like they can do it. Um, even if they don't have the right training. What I hope doesn't happen, I hope that I I stop getting reports on my desk from school districts saying that a child's not ready for AAC. If I could hope for anything, that's what I would hope for because it's ridiculous. Children learn how to use technology by actually getting a chance to use technology. So this idea of like a candidacy model, like a child has to be a good candidate for high-tech AAC, I think is is ridiculous. So that's what uh, that I would hope for is that those reports stop coming across my desk. Chris, finish up the talking with tech side. What would you like to see over there in the luxurious mountains of Virginia? Well, here's what I would like to see. I hope to see the continuing trend of large companies and really any company 
that works in an innovative technology sphere continue to embrace accessibility as a marketing strategy and as a platform for how to design their technology. When, when you design with uh, people with disabilities in mind, you are really designing for everybody. And there are certain companies like Microsoft, we are not getting sponsored by Microsoft right now, but just they have really over the last couple of years rebranded themselves as an accessibility company, you know, putting that accessibility first. Google is trying that as well. Uh, I think you're seeing these some some big companies do that and understand the benefits of designing that way. And I think because you have those leaders, those are very big companies in the country and the world, um, you will see other companies kind of embrace that. And that has definitely been the case for the last couple of years, and I hope that trend continues. As far as what I hope kind of stops or abates or, or that I hope doesn't happen is that I, I, I hope no one stops playing with Legos. I hope your son finishes the Lego Jurassic Park so he gets the next the Lego Star Wars games. <laughs> but no, I really what I really hope is that, that what I hope that something that really stops is exactly what Rachel said is the idea that there's some sort of gatekeeper mentality that uh, that this this has been around for so long and I hope 2020 is the year that it finally ends. Mailing, what would you like to see happen and not happen in 2020? I actually am thinking on a bigger level. Um, I love being in the trenches with educators and therapists and advocates and caregivers. And I hope that in 2020, more people like us are thinking bigger and doing bigger things in this space. Um, I talk a lot about the brilliance and the, the specialties that we have and that we are the boots on the ground that are making amazing things happen because we are there every day working one-on-one. Um, I don't know if you guys saw on my Facebook, I posted that... Uh, they're going to be opening malls early for Christmas so that children with autism can come in and spend time with Santa oh, and have their pictures like taken that. without. Right. But and I, the, what I posted was is someone came up with that idea and then made that happen. And that's us. That's the parents, teachers, educators, you know, siblings, all of us amazing people who raise our hand and say, you know what, I can do this. And so what I hope doesn't happen is I hope that people don't shy away from starting nonprofits and starting small businesses and all of that because they don't have the business education. And that's what Martin and I are doing every day and working towards is shining a spotlight, giving people our stories, giving our tips and telling everybody if we can do it, you can too. I love it. Guys, before we wrap up the 2019 holiday special, uh, let's let everyone know at home where to find uh, everything that you do. So let's start Let's start where we ended. Mei Ling, let's start it off with you. Anyone that's listening, if they're normally a talking with tech person or a private practice person or a speech science file, where would they find the exceptional leaders and what do they need to know to get, get a hold of you? Thank you. So exceptionalleaders.com, um, that's where all of our episodes are. You can listen to us anywhere uh, that you listen to your favorite podcasts. And you can also go to exceptionaled.com and look under podcasts and see any of the podcasts in this great family. Brandon, I know you can follow directions because you said your wife's an OT. <laughs> same, same direction to you. How do they find you? What is the show? BrandonSiegel.com, WellnessWorksMP.com, PrivatePracticeSurvivalGuide.com podcast is private practice survival guide it's on every podcast network including most importantly the exceptional ed network there you go chris begay rachel madel i want you guys to try to say the each other's words to say where they would find your show at <laughs> no just one of you can do it it's okay i was like i'm not following this direction <laughs> please rephrase my wife, my wife is not an occupational therapist <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so we have, you can find all of our courses and all of our episodes at our bit.ly link, bit.ly slash T-W-T pod, P-O-D. There it is, people. Crachel at it at their best. That almost sounded like you guys knew what each other were going to say. <laughs> For true. speech science, it's pretty easy. SpeechSciencePodcast.com. You can email us speechsciencepodcast at gmail.com or give us a phone call or a text message, 614-681-1798. Or find us all over the social medias, hashtag SSPod. Guys, I want to end tonight on a very special, special moment and a special quote if you'll if you'll imbibe me for a moment. Some very, very special friends in 1978 had to celebrate Life Day on the Wookiee planet. And C-3PO made this comment that I feel hits us all today. And, and, and kind of does. Uh, he says, I wish we were more than mechanical beings and we were really alive so we could share your feelings with you. And I think all of us would uh, agree that we wish we could meet every single one of you that take the time out during the year to listen to our shows, to send us emails, to send us Twitters, to send us Facebooks, to let us know that we're right, or more importantly, when we're wrong. For all of us here at Exceptional Podcast Network, to everyone at home, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, everything else in between. Uh, we love you guys. So long. Our opening music tonight is Please Listen Carefully by Jazard, licensed under an attribution and share alike license. Our bump music is the County Fair Rock, copyrighted John Deku. Find all of his music at soundcloud.com slash dirtdogmusic. And our closing music tonight is a slow burn by Kevin McLeod. It's licensed under a Creative Commons attribution license. an exceptional podcast network production speech science is edited and produced by mwh production please follow speech science on twitter at speech science pc and like our page on facebook for more original podcasts please visit exceptionaled.com and rate and subscribe to our podcast anywhere you get your podcasts